the program was three weeks, four days a week, mornings and evenings, at the clinic before and after work, plus three week at training seminars. When you get up on that first morning, you let yourself hope it would involve a lot of screwing Sophie. Maybe even Sophie hanging around afterwards, sleeping over, making you breakfast. It wasn't like that, though. In fact, you had to be celibate for three weeks. The hours you spent in the lab were strange. At first, there were CAT scans, blood tests, running on a treadmill with wires taped to your head, and this metal cap. But after the first few days, there was the chair. The chair was like a cross between a dentist chair and Captain Kirk's chair on Star Trek. Your head wired up, and earphones and goggles on, and an IV in your arm. They'd leave you there for an hour or three. The chair tipped back in a room that was one wall with a mirror they could see through from the other side. Sometimes the goggles and headphones play movies, porn movies, or scenes from romantic chick flicks, or detailed instructional movies about sex. Sometimes they were just flickering cascades of images, too quick for you to make them out. Sometimes there were recorded instructions. They set out Vaseline and warm wet towels where they wanted you to masturbate. The recorded voice told you what to do. That was weird at first. You didn't know who might be watching, but you got used to that. Once you asked one of the docs, a bald old guy, what all the gear did. The IV drip had something to do with enhanced memory formation. And the metal cap was actually sending electrical impulses into your brain for sub-experimental behavioral reinforcement. Whatever that was. You stopped masturbating at home. You didn't feel like it. Even though you'd sometimes go home from the clinic and sit, channel surfing and not really seeing the TV. Too wired to sleep, imagining sex, fucking Sophie up the ass, fucking the girl from the street corner between her mango-shaped tits. Caitlin began to suck you off and you coming down her throat, sex saturated your head, burned your body from ears to the soles of your feet. But it was all distant, muddy, like under a layer of thick gauze. The images would swarm like fevered dreams and then you'd be gone and you'd be alone in your crap house. Feeling lonely and confused and desperate and somehow guilty. Sometimes you'd run your head under the cold water from the kitchen sink to make it go away. The seminars were mostly bullshit. Mars Venus stuff. How to listen. How you should wash the dishes and talk about your fear. All the guys avoided one another in the hallway. A few of the exercises were kind of interesting. One time, you were talking about your dad. The time he'd built this boat with you and then smashed it when he was mad. And you actually started to cry. 
bullshit like that. The other guys all looked away, embarrassed. He got it together after a moment. One time, Sophie walked out of the observation room into the hallway, just as you were coming out of the room with the chair. She was always with three other women, all good looking though, none of them in her league. Probably all assessment counselors. They'd clearly been watching you jack off and you flushed beet red. Looking forward to our exit session, Sophie called, and the other women laughed. You couldn't think of anything to say. You just got out of there, on the subway. Your dick was throbbing. It felt sore. It occurred to you that you'd been masturbating in that session for about three hours and you never did come. The phone rang one night. Hey, this is Jill. You remember me? It was the honey from the street corner. Holy shit, yeah. I mean, definitely. How are you? Hey, sheep herd. You're really doing it. I just looked you up on the list. I thought you were just full of shit. No, I'm really doing it. For me? You didn't know what to say. She cackled. Don't answer that. It's a little hot in here right now. She laughed again. So listen, what do you do? You talked about work. He was a graduate student in political science at NYU. A real egghead. He wasn't stuck up, though. Then you talked about music. You both like The Clash. Oh, uh, listen, Jill said. Can I pop your cherry? What? You asked. I mean... I was gonna put in a request to be the first person to have sex with you when you got out, you know. Ask him to go easy on the exit session. They'll do that if you want him to. Your throat was dry. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, Jill said. Shall we make a date for when you get out? Okay, you whispered. 